Welcome back to the Moto Athlete Project. My name is Bronson Dewar from the Motocross Conditioning Coach and the creator of the MX Fit program. In today's episode, we're going to be going through things to do with intensity, okay? Intensity in your training, intensity in your riding, and all things around effort as well, okay? Now, this is probably... A really big topic for a lot of riders and my own personal experience with training a wide wide range of riders over the last nine years is that we generally see riders will fall into one of two categories when they're first starting out with their training okay the first category is that they don't really know how to train hard okay uh like they just really don't know how to for a lack of better words send it in their training okay or there's the other end where they send it just way too hard in their training way too often and there isn't that balance there okay and so that's the stuff that we're going to cover um in today's episode now the first one i want to touch on and this is um really, really important because this is probably one of the hardest zones to move out of is the rider that just doesn't know how to, um, yeah, really go hard and really push that intensity in their training and their riding. Okay. Now this one's not the most common. Okay. I do see more riders in on the other end of the spectrum. Okay. But like I say, this is probably where like it's the hardest to move through for a lot of riders and also can be where we see the most benefits from learning just how to do this better. Now, for a rider that is in this kind of category, usually I like me watching a rider out on the track, you know if they're not really trying. Okay? You can watch a rider in a race and you know if they're not a hundred percent in it okay you know they're not giving everything that they have all the way to the finish line okay and you could ask the rider if they did but the problem is is that 90 percent of the time the rider's probably going to actually tell you that they were trying as hard as they can okay and that's where we really need to do what I like to call is a bit of a calibration. Okay. So a really common thing that we do within the strength and conditioning world is we use uh, a scale, which is called an RPE scale. Okay. This is rate of perceived exertion. Okay. So basically you give yourself a rating from one to 10 on how hard you just tried, okay? How hard was what you just did, okay? Or how hard are you going to try in what you're about to do, okay? So 10 obviously being like absolutely every single thing that you have and then it's a sliding scale back from there, okay? And what we usually will see and obviously from someone like myself, that um, is used to 
obviously doing this myself and how things look and how things feel um, and also training a lot of riders and seeing how their um, movement behaviors and things like that are around all these different um, ranges on the RPE scale, um, it becomes pretty easy for someone like myself to look at someone and say, that wasn't a 10, okay? (laughs) So, um, like I say, it's really important for a rider like this to do what I like to call is a calibration, okay? An intensity and an effort calibration, and now, <laughs> this is one thing that um, uh, is really, really good for riders, but <laughs> it's not always fun, all right? Um, so, one of the things that if I have a rider that I know is falling into this zone, and like I say, it's usually pretty easy to figure out if someone is in this zone um, pretty quickly, Okay, one of the first things that we will do once we sort of do testing and all those kinds of things um, is we will actually get them to do this intensity calibration. And one of the best ways I like to do this is straight onto um, either like an assault bike or a rower or something like that uh, that is very, very low skill but also something that we can really send it on, okay? So uh, assault bike is probably my favorite for this uh, because like say, super low skill required, anyone can do it. Um, And yeah, you can really put yourself in the pain cave on one of those if you really, really want to as well. So what we do is depending on the fitness level of the athlete as well we would get them onto the assault bike and we would go for um say two five even ten minutes like i say depending on the uh, fitness level of the athlete um and also age as well um i probably wouldn't send a junior um for a 10 or 12 minutes on the assault bike i'd probably send them for like three four or five minutes um as well and the whole idea is we just want to give everything that we have got okay balls to the wall absolutely send it from the get-go okay so as soon as we start we are at 100% and we just keep pushing keep pushing keep going keep going keep going and um, obviously if we're doing this face to face like I am there (laughs) yelling in your ear pushing you, getting you to go, not letting you slack off, all those kinds of things, okay? And it's going to be uncomfortable, okay? Going to a 10 is never comfortable, okay? No matter how many times you've gone to a 10, it's never comfortable, okay? And that's what we need to do. We need to learn what actually is a 10, Okay, and so then when we get off and we're done and we've completed that and you get off the bike and you basically have to just collapse onto the floor and you're sort of rolling around in pain from lactic acid buildup and things like that um, throughout your whole entire body, that's when you know that's what a 10 is, okay? And that's, like I say, how we do this calibration. You're like, okay, cool. Now that you know what it is to actually go to a 10, the next time that I say to you that I want you to go to a seven or an eight, you're actually going to go to a seven or an eight, okay? Because 
when I say for a lot of writers that like, okay, we're going to do a seven RPE today and we, and like seven RPE should be around about three reps in the tank, like three good quality reps if we're doing strength work or like that sort of 70% effort on like conditioning work and stuff like that. Okay. So we're still moving with good quality movement, but it's still a challenge. Okay. When we say like, I want you to go to a seven, but I'm watching someone and they're moving at a five. Okay. And so now when I tell you, I want you to go to a seven, you can actually go to a seven. Okay. Because you actually know what it feels like to be at 10 and then you will put your own spin on that sliding scale back from that. Okay. So like I say, it's not fun. It's not meant to be fun. It's meant to be uncomfortable. Okay. But it's so, so, so powerful for writers to do that and to do this calibration and figure out what it actually feels like to proper send it. Um, and actually see what the body's actually really capable of as well. So many people will be so surprised of what their body is really capable of, especially in something like this. Like another example is you could be doing it for five minutes, for example. Say we do five minutes on the assault bike and we can get to that last 30 seconds and I'm telling you like give absolutely everything you've got and you're already hurting but you get to that point where like, oh, 30 seconds left and then you pick the pace up. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. So you weren't at a 10 when you thought you were at a 10. You were actually still had more. And there's so much learning to go on within this, okay? And this also transfers over so much to your writing as well, okay? Like, just because you start to get a little bit tired or just because you start to feel a little bit of fatigue, okay, and it's starting to creep up on feeling like a 7 or an 8 out of 10, okay? Once we've done this recalibration, you're like, well, no, this isn't actually a 7 or an 8 out of 10. This is more like a 5 or a 6 out of 10. Like, I know I've got so much more. I don't need to slow down. As long as I keep my focus and I keep my technique and my line selection and all these things right, I know I can keep moving and I know I can keep maintaining this pace. I don't need to slow down. Okay. So there's so like, like I say, if you're in this category of not being able to uh, like go to a 10 or not knowing where a 10 is, then yeah, there is so much improvement there for you to have by just simply doing this and learning what 10 really feels like. Okay. And like I said, just before we go any further, like this is really important that when we do something like this, we do it with a low skill movement. Okay. Like I said, the assault bike, the rower, things like that. Okay. Because <laughs> there's no way that we would get someone to uh, like try and absolutely send it on a set of deadlifts or back squats or something like that um, if they aren't very, very highly skilled in those movements um, as well, okay? So really be careful on that. Make sure that you are doing it on those safe and easy exercises. Another good one as well for this is um, the sled push or sled pulls as well. Like just 
absolutely sending it and going until you physically cannot push that sled anymore. Okay, that's another really good one to learn how to calibrate and find out what a 10 really is. Okay, and then we've obviously got the other end of the spectrum, okay, where we've got guys that, um, yeah, just love to send it. <laughs> and I, I realize I'm using the word send it a lot, okay, but it is probably the only way that we can really um, accurately explain what I'm trying to get across here. And so these guys that come into the gym, they're just so used to just pushing hard, going hard, um, every workout is max efforts, things like that. Okay. Awesome. We love it. I love the intensity. Intensity is probably one of the biggest things that's missing in so many people's training. Okay. But we also need to go, okay, well, you can't just send it in absolutely everything. Okay. There does need to be that bit of a, um, contrast there where we go, okay, well, what about any of your low intensity stuff? Like how are we doing any low intensity, long endurance cardio work? Like how are we building bases in there? Um, and uh, how are we learning how to uh, keep movement quality high um, when we just get to the stage where we're just trying so hard to just keep moving um, regardless of our movement quality and our technique and our movements and stuff like that as well. Okay. Because we, our body learns and adapts to the stimulus that we put on it. Okay. And if we're constantly, um, like sending it and then finding ourselves having to do compensate, uh, compen- compensating with our movements and um, technique and stuff like that because other muscles are fatiguing and we just want to work on completing the movement regardless of how that is actually achieved, then, yeah, we're not really learning how to maintain good movement, good technique whilst under fatigue, okay? So there does need to be that contrast there, okay? And there's so much benefit to riders in actually doing this and pulling the reins back on one or two workouts a week and going, okay, well, no, I'm not going to do 30-minute time trial and try and beat my time from last week on the rowing machine. I'm going to do 45, 60 minutes at a 6 RPE or a 7 RPE, and I'm going to keep my heart rate low. I'm going to keep my intensity low. I'm going to um, keep my breathing nice and fluid and smooth, long, deep breaths, things like that, okay? And we start to learn how to control our bodies, control our intensities a lot better, all those kinds of things, and we start to build those uh, bases as well, okay? And like I say, the other end as well, where we just um, in, say, conditioning workouts and circuits and things like that as well, it's like, okay, well, like, let's actually make sure that we are moving with good quality um, technique and stuff like that as well. So huge, huge, huge benefits from both ends of the spectrum. Um, and yeah, like I say, it's just about making sure that we can actually work in the, that range, okay? And using that RPE scale, that one to 10 scale of where we should be, okay? And understanding that not every workout needs to be a nine or a 10, okay? Especially in our strength training, there's very rare instances where we actually really want to go to a nine or a 10 
um, in our actual strength training and stuff like that as well, especially for big complex movements like squats, deadlifts, and things like that. Okay, we don't want to really be pushing it all the way to that 910 RPE very often. Okay, and then the other end as well is like, okay, well, like we actually need to, for those guys that don't know how to go there, like, okay, we need to go there a little bit more often sometimes as well and really teach our um, mind and our body how to properly go there, how to really uh, send it in our training and then also uh, obviously learning how to do that out on the bike as well. Okay, so if you guys do um, want to try any of this as well, okay, if you've identified that you might fall into one of these categories, then yeah, 100% get into it rip in if you've got any questions reach out happy to help but yep that's it that's intensity that's rpe scales and that's how we um uh make some really good changes and improvements in our performance as well